give us an example of of maybe one area of misunderstanding that many Christians have that that could really be a key mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. open a, a financial future. Well, I like to look at the situation where the uh, the widow in the Old Testament, yeah. when she went to the man of God and said, you know, my 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 husband was a man of God. He served. Yeah. And now the creditor is coming to take away my kids because we can't pay our bills. Mm-hmm. Now, at the same time, here she was, the wife of a man of God who had been faithful. Yes. Faithful to God. Yes. But yes. there she was in financial bondage. Mm. You know Christians. I know Christians mm. who are in financial bondage who love God. That's right. That's right. Now, take it a step farther. When she went to the man of God, he asked what she had in the house. She said, I just have a little oil. Mm-hmm. You know what he told her? Go borrow. Huh. Now think about how many times we've heard old no man anything. Yeah. Now, we have to make sure we keep that in the right perspective. Mm-hmm. Here, the anointed word of the Lord was to go borrow vessels. Yeah, yeah. Now, when she borrowed those vessels, that was a key to her financial Yeah. Release. Yeah, that's right. Now, if she had not borrowed those vessels, she would not have been in a position to receive. That's right. What God had made available to her. That's right. Take, for instance, the young man, the young woman, who's heard the word of the Lord concerning a business idea, but they don't have the finances personally mm-hmm. to write a fifty thousand dollar check to get the business up and running. Mm-hmm. However. If they do what is required to do, they can go to a local bank, they can go to a Christian brothers and sisters, and borrow enough money to launch a new business. Now, what will that business do? It'll provide a vehicle to receive. Listen, to receive what is available. Now, God has given them an anointed idea, but they have heard that is a sin to borrow. Yeah, yeah. But check this out. If it's a sin to borrow, God would be an accomplice to the yeah. sin <laughs> if he said he wants the body of Christ to lend yeah. and not borrow. Yeah. Now, put that in the right context here. Borrowing is not a sin, but it's not God's best for the body. Yeah. It's not yeah. God's best. The Bible says that the borrower is servant to the lender. That's right. But take, for instance, if she had not borrowed, she would have still been in debt. That's right. But she had a specific reason to borrow. That's called a business plan. (laughs) Proverbs 22, verse number 7 says, The borrower is servant to the lender. That's what the Bible says. Now, let me read something to you. The couple who is serious about reaching their financial goals need to sit down and evaluate the advantages and disadvantages of incurring debt to enjoy certain luxuries. Excessive debt can interrupt, postpone, or even cancel a couple's ultimate financial plans and goals. Amen. Luke 14, 28 says, For which of you intended to build a tower, sitteth not down first, and counteth the cost, whether he hath sufficient to finish it. Now, what does that mean? If you get yourself in a whole lot of debt, you're not going to be able to finish what you started. 
you're not going to be able to finish it. Well, because you did not manage your debt wisely, you did not write your plan down, you didn't write, a, write your vision down, now you think you can go and do a whole lot of other things, and what happens is your vision and goal is compromised because you're in too much debt. You're in too much debt. Amen. Now, let me give you some steps here. Basic steps to personal debt management. Number one, avoid impulse buying. Amen. Just because you got money in your pocket, a credit card in your purse, that don't mean buy it just because they say it's on sale. Sometimes you need to stop and think about it or leave the place and go back later and decide if you really need this. Avoid impulse buying. The Bible says in Proverbs 21, 17, he that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. He that loveth wine and oil shall not be rich. Pleasure, well, it'd be nice to have this. Oh, I just love that. That's, that's pretty. I want to buy it. If it's a luxury, you need to evaluate it. God shall meet your needs and he'll give you many of the your desires of your heart once you get in fellowship with him in a way where he can purify those desires that's in your heart. Amen. He can do that for you. But you're going to have to do the things that are wise in the process. Now, a couple needs to decide if satisfying the flesh today will have an adverse effect on them later. Amen. Impulse buying. Number two is limit your credit card purchases. Unfortunately, many people have grown accustomed to using their credit cards like the credit card is extra income. Folks, credit cards are not extra income. They're actually a high interest loan that must be repaid. Amen. Using a credit card and not paying the amount off in full at the end of the month, you are actually presuming on tomorrow's income. In other words, you have spent tomorrow's paycheck before you receive it. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. If you would like to hear Dr. David Stevens in person, he conducts seminars and does keynote speaking for special events. He is currently offering a free seminar to churches in the metro area of Birmingham, Alabama. This free seminar can be tailored to address the needs of couples, singles, and manhood mentoring events. For more information about Dr. David Stevens or information on how to book a free seminar, please visit www.marriagesuccess.org. The email address is dstevens at marriagesuccess.org. Again, the website address is www.marriagesuccess.org. The email address is dstevens at marriagesuccess.org. We're looking forward to hearing from you soon. And remember, love can last a lifetime.